This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, you guys. Welcome to the Inner Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina. And if you're listening for the first time, welcome to the podcast, fam. And if you are not, welcome back. I hope you guys are having a really beautiful day so far and I also hope this episode today leaves you feeling empowered and excited to show up as your best self. I really wanted to record a quick solo episode on the topic of confidence and what inspired me to record this today is I was invited by one of my amazing friends, Megan, to do a live podcast for her Glisten community. She hosted an event in New York and we recorded a live podcast. So you can go and listen to that live episode. It's out on her podcast. I will have it linked in the description if you're interested in checking it out. But the whole live podcast we recorded today was about glistening from the inside out and embodying the self-love that causes you to literally glow so that people are obviously noting and being like, oh my gosh, you're glowing. What are you doing? How are you glowing? What's your secret to this confidence in yourself, right? And finding this internal validation and just becoming more confident in who you are. I think a lot of people really struggle with confidence and I have definitely struggled with my confidence before. And so I'm excited to be recording on this topic and to talk about it today with you guys. So with all of that said, I'm gonna keep the intro short and sweet. Let's dive in and let's get growing. Okay, so I wanted to start out today's episode with a quote, and I found this quote on Pinterest, and it goes, confidence isn't walking into a room thinking you are better than everyone. It's walking in and not having to compare yourself to anyone at all. And I freaking love that quote. A lot of people say comparison is a thief of joy, and I think that, honestly, comparison is also the thief of confidence, because when you're always looking around and comparing yourself to everyone around you, you lose sight of your own light and you are spreading your energy into everyone except yourself. And so I just love this quote and I wanted to start out with some grounding words. So just remember that truly being confident is allowing yourself to take up space. It's allowing yourself to feel proud of who you are. It's allowing yourself to feel beautiful and to feel like you are enough Even if there are other people around you that are also shining and other people around you that are also really amazing and smart and kind and good people, their light doesn't take away from yours unless you are constantly comparing yourself to them and then letting yourself dim your own light. So I wanted to start out by sharing that, but I wanted to anchor us in on the fact that confidence is a muscle. And I feel like this is the best way to think about confidence because a lot of people, I think, consider themselves either insecure or not confident and they see other people who seem really confident and they wonder, wow, will I ever feel that way? Will I ever be confident like that? And the truth is, I really believe this, confidence is not something that you're necessarily born with. It's something that you have to consciously work on regularly and build over time. And I really like thinking of it as a muscle because I feel like that really exemplifies how you can grow it over time. 
think of this situation. Let's say you're starting your workout journey. You've never really gotten into fitness. You've never really moved your body that much. And you decide you're going to start going to the gym and lifting weights. But in the beginning of your journey, you don't have a lot of muscle mass, right? And so you're going to start by lifting two pound weights. And then eventually you're going to go up to five, then seven, then 10, etc. And one and one day you're going to be able to lift like 30 pound weights, 35, maybe even more. But to get to that point, you have to consistently show up to the gym. You can't expect that on day one, you're going to lift two pounds and on day two, you're going to lift 35. There's a lot of in between to get to that point. There's a lot of time and there's a lot of consistency that's required there for you to become strong in that way. And I speak about this from personal experience because this past year-ish, I have really focused on my journey with lifting weights. I remember it was September of 2022. I started going to the gym and lifting. And in the span of September 2022 to now November 2023, I have tried so many different apps. I have experimented with different ways of lifting. But one thing has stayed the same. I have been consistent. I just made a promise to myself that I wanted to become strong. And the more that I started going to the gym and the more that I started lifting, the more I started to feel really proud of myself because I was actually seeing the results of becoming stronger and it's such a powerful feeling to feel like a strong woman in that way at the gym specifically lifting weights I know not everyone likes lifting weights but this is just my journey so that's why I'm sharing this I remember when I first started lifting I was doing the power program from the sweat app then I tried Whitney Simmons app I think it's called Alive. Then I started doing the form app from Simi Clark and I did that for many, many, many months. And then over the last month-ish and over the last like month, I have been using the app Evlo Fitness and Evlo Fitness is just a little bit different because they kind of follow a specific type of plan for the workouts where you're only focusing on one body part when you're lifting so let's say like one day of the week you're doing just back and biceps or something and then the next day you're doing just quads and booty and so you actually get really sore in that muscle because you're just focusing on that muscle in that lifting session but that's just a little tangent right the point is that I have tried many different ways of lifting I have gone to the gym and done different workout programs, but all of them have helped me grow my muscle mass. And I've also eaten more protein and tried my best to get more sleep so that I can have muscle recovery and eventually build my muscles. And I feel so much stronger. Like I remember when I first started lifting, I would lift like 10 pound weights max. Now I can do like 30. If Now I can do like 30 for some of workout. Now I can do like 30 pounds for some of the exercises and I feel amazing and I feel actually really strong and it's really cool to see that progress but if I had gone to the gym in the beginning and let myself fall to the self-talk of I'm bad at this I'm so weak oh I suck this feels horrible I wouldn't have gone consistently and I wouldn't have gotten to where I am today more than a year later feeling so strong and feeling so confident in my body And my confidence has been built through the consistency of going and through the consistency of showing up for the workouts and keeping these promises that I made to myself of wanting to become stronger, wanting to build my muscles to support my metabolism and to be able to perform better in other types of movement and just to feel really, really good. 
And confidence itself is the same thing. You don't feel insecure and kind of self-judgmental one day and then go to being like this confidence badass and go to and become this confident badass bitch overnight. There, there is some practice that is required there. There's consistency that's required there. And you have to really think of confidence in that way. If you're someone who feels like you don't feel as confident as you could be or struggles of confidence or has struggled with it in the past, you need to have the same discipline that you would have with the workout program, for example, when it comes to building your confidence. You have to have consistency. You have to persist. You have to get through the humps and the plateaus, and you have to continue showing up and challenging the insecurities, challenging the self-judgment, challenging the inner critic. And over time, you're going to build that muscle. And over time, you're going to get stronger in that area of your life and in that part of your mindset. And I just feel like that is the best analogy possible when it comes to thinking about confidence. And in my own journey, I have had to build this muscle because I was not born very confident. Like when I think back to my teenage self, even how I was in college for most of college, I would say I was not a very confident person. I have had many years of my life where I have sought out external validation and comments on my Instagram posts and just validation from people so that I would feel good about myself, so that I would feel good enough, so that I would feel pretty or smart or valuable or enough. And honestly, in placing this self-worth in other people's compliments and other people's validation took the power away from me. And I feel like every year I become more and more confident and I work on this more and more and more. And a lot of it has been about detaching my self-worth from other people's opinions and actually seeking it from myself. Because if you are not validating yourself and if you are not being proud of yourself for your achievements and taking a moment to celebrate the things that you are achieving you're always going to want someone else to do that for you. You're always going to project it on other people providing that validation for you. And that doesn't feel very empowering, right? That is not how we want to build our confidence. And so I really think that that's an important thing to remember. Something else that I also think about when it comes to confidence, which you probably have heard before, is the fact that like confidence really comes from keeping the promises you make to yourself. But I also think it comes down to living in alignment with your values and with your intentions. So those are two separate things, right? The first part is keeping the promises you make to yourself. That, for example, ties in with the example I just shared of going to the gym and showing up and becoming stronger, right? Same thing with, for example, when I signed up for a half marathon, it felt like a stretch goal for me. I enjoyed running before signing up for the half marathon, but I had never ran more than like a 5k for fun before. And so when I signed up in January for the half marathon in April, I was like, I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone here and I want to challenge myself. And in keeping up with that promise and in downloading the Nike running club app and following their program and showing up for each run and then completing the half marathon, like that felt like such an empowering moment for me and such an achievement because I kept the promise that I made to myself. I said, yes, I am going to sign up for this half marathon and complete it successfully. And I did. And I am so proud of myself for that. And as much as I received comments and people telling me, oh my gosh, you did amazing. Oh my gosh, so cool. I feel 
so proud of myself and I celebrate that achievement and my validation there matters way more than anyone else's because I proved to myself that I'm strong. I proved to myself that I can conquer challenges and I can do hard things. And this doesn't mean I'm not out here recording this podcast telling you go sign up for a half marathon and go like lift weights. This can mean so many different things for each person listening to this podcast. Like keeping your promises to yourself can look like many different things. Like I'll give another example just to add another context, another example so you can understand this in a different lens. This past month, I ended up going out to eat a lot because I had a lot of dinner plans and events and friends visiting and family visiting and It was just a very social Libra season. And so I ended up going out to eat a lot. And I got to the point where last weekend, I was just feeling inflamed. Like I didn't feel good in my body. And again, I loved every meal that I had. I enjoyed going out to eat. It was amazing. And I was so happy doing it. But it got to a point where I was like, oh my gosh, I really am craving nourishment and home-cooked meals and so what I did was I told myself I'm just gonna challenge myself to eat home-cooked meals most of this week and I knew I had like one dinner plan but aside from that I didn't have any other meals planned at a restaurant or out with friends so I just wrote out a list of a bunch of recipes that I wanted to try and create for the week and I took action to bring that to life I ordered my groceries from Whole Foods and then every day I would just look at my little list and be like, okay, what's on the menu? What am I going to make today? And then I cooked that and I had so much fun, first of all, making the meals. But I also noticed by the end of the week, I'm recording on a Saturday, by Friday, by yesterday, I felt so good in my body. My digestion was so much better this week. I just felt amazing. And that's not to say that I don't love going out to eat. Like I went out to eat for lunch today and it was awesome, but just Finding that balance and showing up for the intention that I set out, which was to eat more home-cooked meals this week and following through on that, one, made me feel really good physically, but also made me feel really good mentally because I kept the promise that I made to myself and it made me feel really confident in myself and in my ability to take care of my body. And so I think it's really important to reflect on, have you been telling yourself that you're gonna do something and then you're just not taking the action? You're not letting yourself get past the discomfort of showing up and doing something different and changing the way you're approaching your life. Do you keep telling yourself that you're gonna try a new workout or that you're gonna cook for yourself three times a week or that you're gonna drink more water or that you're gonna go to bed earlier, but you're not actually implementing it you're actually not taking the action when that happens multiple times you start to question your own ability to take care of yourself and that impacts your confidence and that's why building habits and just showing up for yourself and for your health is really tied to your confidence because you end up finding yourself in this mindset of i got my back I'm here for me. And I think that's really, really, really important. And I just really wanted to make sure I mentioned that. Now, the second thing kind of ties into this, which is living in alignment with your intentions and your values. We all have things we find important in our life. We all have values. But sometimes when our priorities are out of whack and we are prioritizing things that aren't that important to us because we feel we have to or because we are people pleasing and then we're saying yes to things we don't want to do, and we're at the end of the day not living in alignment with our values, it's really hard to feel proud of ourselves. And then it's really hard to feel confident in yourself because you know deep down that you're not living in that alignment. And the same thing happens if you are just doing things, you know, without a purpose, without a why behind it, or you're doing it for the wrong reasons. 
when I was in college, for example, I would work out out of guilt and shame because I felt bad for eating food because I felt guilty because I thought I needed to shrink myself. And that was not a very positive intention. That was not a good why. And so I didn't enjoy working out and the experience didn't lift me up. Over time, I was able to figure out that one, movement is so amazing for my mental health, but it's also a habit that I actually enjoy because I've found workouts that I like. And so showing up to move my body is something that brings me joy and it's something that I look forward to. And when I'm not feeling so motivated to work out, I just remind myself of the fact that when I move my body, I show up better at work. I have a better mindset. I'm more grounded. I'm happier and I'm more vibrant. Those endorphins kick in. And that's what gets me to put on my workout outfit and go and do the damn thing. So you have to have the right whys in your life and you have to think about the intentions behind the things that you're doing and find intentions that are uplifting and intentions that make you feel really good mentally and physically and emotionally too right find those intentions that align with the person you want to be and then the more that you take action to reinforce those intentions and to reinforce the new thoughts and new beliefs you want to have and the person you want to become the more proud of yourself you're going to feel and again the more confident you're going to become over time now the last thing that I want to touch on when it comes to confidence I already kind of mentioned but it's validation and as I mentioned for many years in my life I have relied on external validation especially for my parents but also in many other areas of my life. I feel like I used to seek out my parents' validation from the angle of like my academic achievements and my work achievements and my professional life and awards and things like that for school and for work. But I've also sought out validation from my peers when it came to my appearance. For example, I remember when I was younger in like high school, I'd post like thirst traps on Instagram and like you know, be like scrolling and refreshing and being like, oh my gosh, what do people comment? Are people telling me that I look good? Instead of me looking at the picture myself and being like, damn girl, like you look so good. I did not have that self-talk. And so I would post a picture and overthink the caption and overthink how the picture looked and then be like looking out for that validation there. And that also applied in my romantic relationships for a while where I would seek out the feeling of being lovable or being enough from a partner. And I felt incomplete and a bit codependent in my relationships. And so I've had to unlearn like validation and seeking that out in all of those areas of my life. In my work life, for example, in the very beginning when I started doing content creation, my parents, for example, didn't really understand it. So they weren't the most like outwardly supportive right away because they just simply didn't get it and they didn't see how it could be a source of income and financial stability for me and how I could take care of myself and provide for myself doing that and doing coaching and podcasting and things like that. And so I really, really struggled with taking the leap to become a full-time entrepreneur because I felt like they didn't support me and I didn't receive that validation from my parents there. And I felt like they had all these expectations on me regarding the type of professional and just career woman that I was supposed to be. But over time, I had to realize that I had to be on my side. I had to be my biggest cheerleader. And if taking this risk and following my dreams and being a creative and a content creator and a coach, like if that's important to me, I need to be my best friend and I need to back myself up and take action and build what I need to build and stay consistent and show up, do the work, create community, do the damn thing. And over time, I've been able to build 
my career in something that means a lot to me. And over time, obviously, my parents have been able to see my success there and they're so supportive now. But in the beginning, they weren't that supportive and that's okay. Like they just didn't understand it. And I have forgiven them. I understand where they were coming from, but I was not giving myself the validation. I was not backing myself up and trusting what I really, really wanted and the type of person that I am and the things that I wanted. I didn't allow myself to really consider that possibility for a long time because I was waiting and waiting for my parents' approval. So over time, I had to learn how to validate myself in that area and just be like celebrating the wins little by little, celebrating the small steps that I took to eventually go full-time as a content creator and entrepreneur. Now, when it comes to the validation I was describing with like posts on social media and stuff like that, posting thirst traps and like seeking out comments and that kind of thing, that was more of me in high school and like college, I guess, like early college. But over time, that has really shifted. And I think as a content creator, this is something that I really had to build thick skin around because there are some posts that perform really, really well and get a lot of attention or get a lot of engagement. And there are other posts that, for example don't perform so well. But if I take those posts that quote unquote don't perform so well and then let myself fall down to a judgment loop and feel like I'm not enough and doubt everything that I'm doing, I'm not building up my confidence. So I've had to develop thick skin and be able to separate my emotions from business and be able to look at certain videos or photos or whatever it is that I post that quote doesn't perform as well and ask myself why. What did I do different here? Why maybe didn't it work? And again, this is not something I've perfected. Like sometimes I still find myself overthinking about these things or like letting it affect how I feel about my work. But over time and with practice and through consistency, I've been able to just tell myself, you know what, like I'm good at what what I do. I'm enough and I'm doing enough and I did my best and that's enough and The post that I made, I love that post and now it's out in the world and this many people that saw it, hopefully it helped them and now on to the next and just staying consistent and not letting myself get bogged down. That has been really, really important for my confidence as an entrepreneur and as a content creator as well. Now, the last part of what I shared was regarding romantic relationships and seeking a partner or a boyfriend or a girlfriend to tell you that you are enough and that you were lovable or thinking that you have to be in a relationship to feel lovable and for me what helped me so much with this was a course called becoming the one there's also a book now called becoming the one and it's just this concept of you becoming the one for yourself and you feeling like i am the one i'm the one for me i am enough i am whole i'm worthy i am complete I do not need someone else to make me feel complete. I do not need someone else to make me feel whole because I'm already all of those things. I'm already a beautiful watercolor. And if someone comes into my life, they add more color. I'm already beautiful as I am. I'm already a light-filled room. And if someone comes into my life, they add a few light bulbs. And coming from this place of I am whole and really thinking of yourself in that way helps you detach your self-worth from a partner and helps you realize that you can stand on your own as a complete beautiful human being and your partner can stand on their own as a beautiful complete human being and together you just create even more light and more beauty and more love in the world and you are able to be your own sovereign whole beings on your own and have your own independence within the relationship and you know know that again you are complete as you are and a relationship doesn't define your worth so 
I think that's also really important when it comes to confidence because when you feel whole, worthy, and complete as you are, you naturally become more confident. And dating yourself is really important. Like going out to eat by yourself every now and then or just spending quality time with yourself, you know, going to the park or even working out by yourself sometimes or having a a little bath moment with like some candles or doing a face mask. It doesn't really matter what you're doing, but just learning to be in your own company can also really strengthen your confidence. I personally am pretty extroverted and so there's a fine balance for me between alone time and isolation and I've had to learn that over time but ultimately it's really about just realizing that you can do things alone and you can spend time with yourself and actually doing that will strengthen your confidence and will help you feel even better in your own skin. So that's everything I wanted to say on confidence on today's episode. I feel like we touched on a lot of different important things. I would love to hear from you if this episode resonated. Drop a comment on YouTube. Let me know what you're leaving this episode thinking about. If you're watching on Spotify, you can also drop a comment in the what did you think about this episode section, which is just in the bottom of Spotify. And also if this episode meant something to you or if you think it would help someone you know, definitely would appreciate if you send it to them, forward it to them, text it to them, or share it on your story and tag innergrowth.co. Also, I always love when you guys DM me and just share your thoughts on the podcast or any solo episode ideas. So I'm always open to that and would love to hear from you. So don't forget to subscribe on YouTube and click the plus button on Apple or the bell icon on Spotify so you can be in the loop of all my future episodes. I love you guys so, so much. Don't forget to water yourself. Remember that you are whole, worthy, and complete and work on that confidence as a muscle. Keep building that confidence and remember that confidence isn't walking into a room thinking that you're better than everyone else. It's walking into a room and not having to compare yourself to anyone at all because you know you are whole worthy and complete already and someone else's magic and beauty and kindness and smartness does not take away from yours. So yeah, I love you all. Hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you next week with another episode. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.